Stephen. Is that explicit? Do we need to be? Well, I've, edit, I've cut it. I've started after right, you said that right. naughty word. Because Uncle right. Steve said a naughty word. <laughs> Jeez, mate, there's kids Are you going to cut it or beep it or what? No, I'm just going to start. It started after you said that. You did call me that anyway. Yeah, well, oh, mate, you call me that all the time, <laughs> mainly after I call you old. <laughs> That's normally when that happens. Yeah. If I was at um, 30% last week, I'm about 70 now. What do you mean? Health. Oh, okay. Yeah. You so you And it wasn't, to be clear, it wasn't COVID. No. You sure? 100%. Did you remember when, do you remember when I got COVID in June hmm. and I, I was a Thursday, I was feeling... Pretty dusty. Did a test, negative. Yeah. Came to your house, recorded with you for seven, yeah. seven hours. Mm-hmm. Yep. Went home. A day later, tested positive. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember but, uh, very well. But yeah. I'm immune, as my kids say. There you go, mate. You're a machine. You're I a machine. Haven't come near it. Wow. But uh, yeah, I've still still got a bit of a, a residual cough sticking About, around. Yeah. The codrils helped. They helped. They're only three days worth, you know. So, uh, yeah, you had to buy another packet, eh? No, I didn't buy any more because I was. I could yeah, right. feel I was. So, what was wrong with you? Did you go to the doctor? It's or? The man flu. Want to go to the doctor? <laughs> what's the point? Of, oh, mate, what's the point of going to the doctor when they're just going to say you've bruised, got a cold and you're a, fat? You've got a bruised eyelash. That's yeah, what okay, doctors mate. do. They say, "Oh, you've got a cold and you're fat." <laughs> I'm like, I didn't come what? to find out how heavy I really? was. I've got scales and mirrors. I don't need you. <laughs> Thank you. You know what I mean? Do they say that like um, that you you might need to lose a bit of weight? Always. Yeah. yeah if I go to the doctor, if I had if I had cut half my finger off with a yeah. knife, yeah. Uh, you know, in the kitchen, yeah, and I went, can you just stitch this up? She'd go, sure, sure, and also lose some weight. <laughs> and I'd be like, listen, can we what? deal with the What's finger? What's he do with the finger? That's like it's a Larry Dave. That'd be like a Curb Your Enthusiasm. Episode. Well, mate, that's what I think of doctors. That's funny. Yeah. That's why I. Yeah, I know. I've said it before. Yeah. That's that's it's a way to put people off going to the doctor. They want people to go to the doctor, oh, no, yeah. stay healthy, or you know to get things yeah. checked out. Oh, look, if you're overweight yeah, like, like, and you've got a mirror, like you ca- know you're overweight. Okay, I'm carrying some weight too, and I don't th- I I don't think you we would appear to be if if I know we self deprecatingly call ourselves fat, but mm. I, you to me don't appear to be someone who you would notice you would notice as being. Fat. I think we've normalised ourselves. No, then. no, no. I don't, I don't reckon that. Please wait. There's people <laughs> bigger than us. Yes, there are way Stephen, bigger than us. But we all, we both know how much smaller we could be. I know, but yeah, I, I, I'm I, I'm lucky because I'm I'm a bit taller, and I reckon I can I can get away with it a bit more. I've got more I don't know ways to get a, to hide it because I'm taller. That helps. I think that. Uh, not not being you, obviously not not as tall as I am. You're slightly shorter than me, Jesus so you're man. at a disadvantage there. It's just all happening. I'm just yeah. Anyway, we're doing our best, mate. What are you? Oh, you know what? Are oh, you doing your best? I know I could. Are you doing your I, best? I know I could be healthier, um, but you know what? I enjoy chocolate, so get stuffed. Yeah, I haven't eaten chocolate for a while. I'm off chocolate. Oh, yeah. I wish I'm off chocolate. If I was off chocolate, I'd be ten kilos lighter. Oh, oh so that's your is that your is 100%. that your Achilles heel? Eh? Yeah, hundred percent. Yep. And I've also not been eating chips. My wow, you need your chips. Yeah, you have your chips for your movies. And chips, I uh, haven't eaten them for ages. Right. Yeah. Very. So I'm trying to lose some weight, mate. I'm trying to get in shape. All right. I'm trying my best. Well, do your best. That's good. I'm doing I'm, my best. I'm glad for you. Yeah. You know, we're um, 17 days away from leaving this yeah, country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's wild. Yep. That it's come up that quickly. Yep. You're very anxious about this, aren't you? You, you, the, count, the countdown of it is no. Like, I just got. I know got a little I've got, work. I've got a. I've got an, a widget on uh, my phone which tells okay, me. Okay. <laughs> so it, it's in my face every day. Yeah, I'm. Um, I, I'm quite excited. No, me I'm too. I'm, 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 I know we've got a lot of work to do, and you do a lot of stuff. I think you're doing stuff for Current Affair and uh, Channel Nine and that. Yeah, so there's a lot I'm, of. I'm pumped. A lot but... of stuff to do, and yeah, it's it's a. Uh, um, just working out my schedule and I had a Zoom call with Daniel the other day about you know, what mm. we're going to do and the days, what we need to do each day. and So uh, definitely in the planning stages, I'm just sort of finalising the schedule, trying to yeah. sort of keep everyone happy about where we can meet them, booth tours, dinners and all that sort of stuff. Are you, I imagine you're doing the same. Mate, if you're not already in my schedule, you're not making the schedule. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, good luck. That's, that's official. And the two blokes will be broadcasting from there as well. We'll 100%. do at least a couple, won't we? Yeah, definitely. Of, yeah. yeah, our normal at unveiled in the food court. Unveiled, yeah. And then um, maybe, <laughs> maybe after one, day two, one or two, yeah, yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely get a couple out. Yeah, bloody oath. It's all good. I'm yeah. pumped. 
I'm very so I'm this very is pumped. your eleventh one or tenth uh, one. We counted once. 11th, I think yeah. it's eleventh. Yeah. 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 It's your hundred and seventh. I think it's my eighteenth. Now, what was it like when they announced the VHS player? I wasn't there then, you idiot. <laughs> you were there for colour TV? <laughs> I was there for 3D TV. Yeah. That was massive. Yep. Blu-ray. Yep. Massive. Yep. Um, what else? 4K. Don't make me come up with things. <laughs> yeah. Where they invented the wireless and all that. Is that what you're saying? Or well, I, I think radio? the shift from Morse code to telegrams <laughs> was remarkable. Yeah, an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway. I do remember though, my first CES was 2005 and I do remember like full HD wasn't even a thing yet. Yeah. It was starting to come out and I remember seeing LED TVs that were like, you know, half, 20 a, centimeters foot, thick, half yeah. a foot thick. It was crazy. It was, um, But at the time that was remarkable. And, and plasma was still big. Plasma was still yep. in the game and it was – plasma quality was, was always – it was kind of the – Plasma to me was like the predecessor of OLED. OLED, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was the it was the, more the aspirational, better looking, better yeah. black levels, and and then OLED became the plasma of the twenty first. Something century. I never really understood what plasma was because it uh, predate really my yeah work in this area. I never fully understand what yeah. plasma well, was. It was like similar to OLED, but it did it needed still needed a backlight. Yeah, still needed there was the material, but it didn't illuminate on its own and needed still the backlight. Right, and that's why. But it, the material but, such but the material, that it blocked the yeah, backlight so well. Right, yeah, right. But it was. Uh, but they were so hot. Energy. Yeah. They used to use a ton of it. You can make you, if you had like a fifty because back then plasmas I think you could only get them in like fifty inches. Forty and fifty, yeah. Forty two and fifty, and you could warm your hands on the screen. It yeah. was they were that warm, and we used a ton of power. And I remember uh, having the Pioneer were kind of at the height of their yeah. towers, but yeah. their TVs were beautiful. Um, but yeah, that. Uh, LED came on board and then see you later. Farewell, Plasma. Yeah. All right, Stephen, let's, uh, let's do this. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Episode 565, thanks to the great people at Arlo. And Netgear will tell you about your home security needs leading into Christmas and all the Wi-Fi solutions you can have for your home and your smart home. Thanks to Netgear and Arlo shortly. Remember when I used to just, you know, cheekily record before the show? Yeah. And now it's just a thing we do? Yeah, I remember. I used to think that we weren't recording, but you had already pressed record. Yeah. Luckily, I'd ever said some things I regretted, eh? Yeah, well, that was what then <laughs> we used to talk about then doing something. That was and nearly 12 years stuff. ago, mate. We're coming I don't, up. I don't, think I, was, it's I don't think I was randomly recording before the 12 year ago show. We were very formal back then. Yeah, we were. Well, we were on. We weren't. We were on Skype early on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good times. Anyway, um, uh, Stephen, um, you're a parent, aren't you? We're parents. We're, we're all parents. Breaking news: We're both parents. We're parents. Um, we there's a bit of, bit around in the parental space, and it came. My awareness to this story was uh, Fortnite released some new parental controls yeah. um, into the game. <laughs> the thing about that is, for me, I think it's great. Congratulations to Epic Games. It's called uh, Cabined. You can be a cabined user. And so uh, like a 13-year-old could be cabined and it means the parent can choose whether or not they can have um, uh, cross-play communication with yeah. other players. Also, it, whether or not you can see the usernames of other players that are not default. Yeah, People might, might, might write a cursive, you know, a naughty naughty word in the username, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also restricting the use of like in, in-app purchases, in-game yeah. purchases. Yep. Which is brilliant, right? Yep. But isn't that like five years too late for Fortnite? It came out in 2017, I know, yeah. I yeah. know people are still playing it, but yeah. not anywhere near on the same level. You don't as, reckon? So nah. what, what are they? I, I heard they've got like 250 million active users still. It's a lot, yeah, I guess, yeah. Still a quarter of a billion people is not bad. But who's, I mean, mate, this is the car. Are you, have you ever played? Do you still play? I, I don't, do your I, kids play? I, I did play it. Jackson did play it for a bit. Yeah. Um, but it caused us uh, enough enormous dramas that we didn't want a bar of it broadly. What do you mean? Like he just, it was didn't, just want, it was, didn't want to get it, off it. Um, he, sorry, Jacko, but his moods were based around playing really? Fortnite. And I was like, hey, what's going on here? You know what? He didn't. He wasn't allowed by us to play it anywhere near as his mates, and so his mates were much better, and so he, he just didn't perform as well in the ah, game. Ah, right. And so I'm not going to unleash you know ten hours of Fortnite time a day, buddy, no, so you can get better. So yeah. you know, it just it was just a downer. Really. And, and so wow. we we ended up just mate, blocking it. 
the other oh, a little so too, he doesn't play at all now. The little two want to play it, but they're not. Yeah. Um, and I, look, it's a fun, silly game, but it's just it, it's you know what? It's like Call of Duty to me. It's people take it far too seriously. I want to jump into COD or Fortnite and just yeah. have a bit of fun. Just I don't mind fun. if I get shot yeah. and play another game. Yeah. But it's like in Fortnite, that whole, what I don't like about the game, but people love, is that building, you know, they build these things. Yes. I, I don't want, that's just yeah, stupid. I'm not, I'm not good enough at, you know, clicking the me buttons neither. to build those things. If you, if you can shoot work. me, if I can hide behind a tree, bad luck. <laughs> if you, if you can get me in some yeah. other way, great. Yeah. But you're building stupid platforms and stuff. I'm, I'm just not a fan of it. I agree. It's I, like I've Call of Duty it. with yeah. these, you know, drone strikes and you yeah. upgrade, you do. Can we just all get a weapon and but just play hand to hand warfare? Having said that though, what does Call of Duty do? Create Warzone, which is a Fortnite, Fortnite style yeah. game. But the good news is Warzone doesn't have the building part. It just no. has all these. It's that's the what combat. I mean about the drone yeah, strikes the and all this yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's a fascinating thing because you know it ra- it raises the problem and concern and question around parents and games and screen time generally. Yeah. And we've talked about this for years. And I had a great call from a, a listener on the EFTM podcast this week, and you know she she was looking for screen time control solutions for a seventeen year old, and I'm like. Horse might have bolted there, but good luck. Uh-huh. Um, but you know what? It it really is about rules and limits. Yeah. Like honestly, the number of people I know that clearly don't have limits, and cool if they, if you're cool with that, go for it. But mm. I just think you're setting yourself up for a whole other world of pain, well, online yeah. or offline. Well, part of parenting is is setting the rules. You know, making sure your children do do what you say, and you're sort of guiding them the right way. Um, and that that in the unfortunately in this day and age that that's a big part of it. Screen time, if it was up to them, they would never get off a screen. No. They would play games day and night. Would be on an iPad all day and night. Wouldn't do their homework. Wouldn't eat dinner. Wouldn't do. Wouldn't sleep. So I think that that for the modern parent, like my my kids, those sort of things weren't really a big issue for them at the time. Yeah, so I'm yeah. thinking I don't really need to restrict their screen time. But there but is you, a balance on the other right. hand, you, on the other hand, you yeah. have them in But place. there's a massive balance, right? Because you also need to, and this is where old school parents just don't get it because they don't have young enough kids at all, let alone, you know, kids that are even teenagers still. Um, but unfortunately, it's unavoidable. You know, yeah. kids spend time on screens. That's how they socialize now. Yeah. You know, whether it's a Discord group or, or what. They Chatting during a game. Hey, they chat during a game. You know what? You just don't go around to your mate's place like we used to as kids. And that's not the end of the world, folks. It's mm. great that we used to get out and do that, but this is just how kids yeah. communicate. So they that's go home they from school. So in your case, so Jacko would go home from school. His mates would say, right, we're going to get on at 5 o'clock. Yeah, exactly. And boom, and then they, they're they all s- chatting away. They set a date yeah. and a time to, to game and to do stuff. Yeah. And they might be and you've got to get permission playing from you, though, Sea of, of Thieves or something or whatever. Yeah, right. But with your permission, though. Yeah, but well, look, once you get to Jacko's age, yeah. it's, it's less about – um, amount of time on screen. It's about balance, learning to balance your screen time with your other commitments like yep. school and now work and different yep. things like that, right? And that to me is the fun part is I look at Jackson now, he's, he's got a job, he, he's working two and three days a week uh, in the night and he hasn't at once gone, oh, I'd prefer just to stay home and play. Like, good, mate, that's, yeah. that's, that's what you want. Absolutely. Now, yeah, he's probably missing out on a bunch of games, but you know what? All his mates are missing out on the folding. So, yeah. you know, it's fascinating to see how different yeah, kids perform. That, that puts play. it into perspective, doesn't but, it? But, um, man, yeah. the number of super young parents, as in parents of super young kids, yeah. um, that I worry about are the kids that are in kindy now and all that stuff that even yeah. like I, I'm, I was lucky that my kids came into it at a point where we had – a acknowledgement of rules and things. I know that a bunch of friends of our kids don't have rules, but I, I just worry about parents today of the super young mm. who aren't starting the lo- starting life with rules. If you're not yeah. starting with rules, you're in big trouble. This is this is an issue, and I spoke about in the Tech Guide podcast this week about the lawsuit that parents have launched against Epic Games. These are parents in Canada mm. that have launched a class action through the Canadian Supreme Court would you believe, against Epic Games, creators of Fortnite, saying the game is too addictive and that there was no adequate warning that it would be too addictive and that they claim that the game was created with they consulted psychologists and experts to make the game as addictive as possible. 
Uh, yeah. Which is kind of the idea of a game, isn't, isn't it? That the whole you, point you of it? You want it to be that way. But these parents... You know, and Connect the, Four's addictive. Exactly right. It is addictive. That's a great game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But like, the, these why parents... Why would you make anything that you don't expect or want people to, to know, play I, again I and again or quote, do it again and again? Well, their point is that, okay, fair enough, it's addictive, but maybe warn us that playing this game a lot, you'll be addicted to it. What a G up. I, I agree, but... Two, there were two parents cited in this in this lawsuit who they testified in the in the hearing mm-hmm. that, that eventually said it. They sent it to court. The judge said, "This isn't a frivolous claim. We're going to go ahead with this." Right, right. And one of the parents said, "Oh, my my son played seven thousand seven hundred games over two years, three hours a day." And when we said to him he can't play, he blew up. He got in, became enraged because he was, couldn't play anymore. And I think to myself, well, hang on a minute. You're letting him play this game for three, three hours, hours a, day. a day? That's your fault he's addicted to it. Yeah. Not anyone else's. Like, come on. And there was another woman, another parent who said, oh, yeah, the, my son played 6,944 games and now has issues. You know, has Still beha- hasn't had a victory beha- royale. Behavior, behavioral issues and all this sort of stuff. So is it the game's fault or is it the parent not saying no to the child? Parent. So, but I, again, I just, this is going to court, and the lawyers claim that the, the experts were brought in to make this game. To, so it's got the subtle little features in it uh, that would dig into there, make them want to play even more, make them want to get more, buy more, do more, which is the whole goal of the game. Yeah. But imagine if, let's say that they did do that. That'd be a great gimmick to say, warning, this game is highly addictive. If you play this, you're going to not want to stop. That'd be good, brilliant to have on the front of no, a game. You wouldn't even, it wouldn't even be fine print like gamble no, responsibly. It'd no. be headline. Come out of it. Like that's that's a great thing to have on your game. So this is going to be an interesting one. I think it's going to court in the next few weeks uh, or months. I'm not sure. But it's going to be an interesting little um, precedent this may set about gaming, about the, the addictiveness of games. And by the way, the World Health Organization has recognised video game addiction as a mental health disorder. Honestly. They've already recognised that. So here's another factor. Is it that their children have a mental health disorder that is making them be addicted? It's just like I'm not an alcoholic, but you may have some sort of mental affliction that makes you want to drink 50 beers a day. Mm. I don't have that mental affliction. I'm not an alcoholic. Some other one person might be an alcoholic, and that's what they have to do. So is it is it down that path where video game addiction should be treated the same way as drug addiction and alcoholism? Is it is it that reach that point where it should be considered to have the same addictive effects as those other things? Honestly, like it's it's really it's it's a interesting thing to talk about. But again, comes way back to the parent setting the example and saying, yeah. "Listen, son, you've played this for an hour. That's enough for today." If you're realising when they're in year, say, year eight, that yeah. their, their grades aren't where you thought they could be, then you've got to ask yourself how long are they spending on study versus social versus gaming. Yep. And that's when you say, well, hang on a minute, mate, I'm cool with you playing Fortnite, but yeah. as long as you've done all this other stuff. Yeah. Do your homework. Whatever it is. Yeah. Have your dinner. Do everything else. Do but your when, chores. When the two or... little ones walk into our house in the afternoon, I go, I go, right, have your afternoon tea, put your bags away and do your chore because each kid's got one chore every week. Yep. As in every day, one's on dishes, one's on washing, one's on bins, right? And then I don't give a rat's what you do. Now, the kid, the littlest ones have still got one hour of iPad time a day, so they yeah. can't breach that. They've got to request more. Yeah. But, and, but in your case, you've set it so that the iPad locks up yeah. after that. And time. I had this conversation with this woman who rang the EFTM podcast, and I said, look, I've got to be honest with you, having an on-device restriction is the best thing in the world, Xbox, mm. PlayStation, or iPad, whatever it is. Because if you walk into a room, and say, right, kids, five-minute warning, and then you come back in five minutes later, get off, the kids are angry at you for kicking them off. Yeah. But if you're sitting on the lounge watching TV and the kids get a one-minute warning and then a, yeah. a, a block out, they just put it down. Yeah, so they're not blaming you. It's the device that's yes. telling them to stop. Yeah, well, wow. Because that's you smart. don't inflict these things upon them yeah. by chance. Yes. You sit around a table and you go, just so you know, guys, it's gotten a bit out of hand. So we're putting a one hour like what yeah. like we'll sit down at school holidays starts yeah, next yeah, week for us course, right yep. so we're going to go right what are the new rules for holidays yep. um, you could probably have more than an hour a day we might set it to an hour and a half it might be two hours yep. um, you you might get more on the weekends 
Mm. Um, but just so you know, these things are still priorities, like chores or whatever. Yep. Um, and you know what happens? The kids get two hours and they barely use it some days. Other days yeah. they'll use but, it and more because there, there are other things in life, other things in well, the world. Just on that, can I ask, with your, say, your kids' school holidays coming up, do you, do they, what else do they do? Do they read? <laughs> do they draw? Do they paint? What else do yeah, well, they so do? So Vivi likes drawing, but also she does a lot of digital drawing. So I'll give uh, her as much screen time she likes for Procreate. Right. So she can sketch so and she's draw. she's painting and drawing. Right? Absolutely. So she's not playing out. a game or anything like that. No. Um, yeah, right. You know, they, they, they will go, Harry will go for a ride to his mate's place. Yep. Harry's the most, like you think about our childhood, Harry's the most like us. He'll go, can I right. go for a ride? Yeah. yeah you know, right. whatever. Yeah, okay. um, they'll go for a walk up the park and play yeah, with their good. mates or whatever. They'll that's organise good. little catch-ups. Yep. But they will also just want to watch TV. Yeah. Um, and that's is, not considered screen time, no, but is we're it? No, because that's Screen just, time is iPad. Exactly. Screen time phone. is gaming essentially, yeah, right, Xbox okay. or whatever. Right, right. Um, but watching uh, TV is good. So it's watch not a, great. We want to watch a movie. We'll, we'll have a day where we go, you know what, guys, it's a chill day. Just you can watch whatever you want. What, let's watch a movie. Right. So there's days where we'll just, we won't leave the house. Okay. But then there's others where I'll be like, so I'm, you know, I've got to do, in the before we go to CS, man is working at least two days a week where I'm on I'm on duty. Yep. Mate, I'll probably go, let's jump in the car, let's go to the city and we'll go, we'll, you know, jump on a ferry. You know, you just do yeah, something yeah, to get out, yeah, right? Nice, yeah. But broadly, they don't actually do much other than, you know, the kind of because they're on messenger kids chatting with their mates too. Oh. They're actually on the again. It's that social. That's how kids communicate now. Right. There's no um, play dates and stuff anymore. Is yeah. that what you call it? Yeah. The Amanda, kids, will, kids I, I don't organise that because I don't deal with other parents mainly. Amanda's got all those <laughs> all their details. Yeah. yeah but right. Amanda will organise. You know, uh, certain kids to come around at certain times and yeah, stuff. Right. There's Nerf guns. There's in the backyard. Yeah. There's bloody footballs. There's everything out there. It's all good. Yeah. There's all stuff. And but in the end, there's also a bunch of parents. Who, when the kids come around, the kids will be like, "Can we play Fortnite?" I'm like, "No, we don't play Fortnite in this house." Yeah. Harry doesn't play Fortnite. Like, yeah. if one of Harry's mates says, "Can we play yeah. Fortnite?" I'm like, "No, Harry Sorry, doesn't mate. play Fortnite." And what do they do? They leave or they stay? <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, "My dad lets me," and I'm like, "I don't care what your dad yeah, does. Well, that's your not dad, my problem." Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how many times have your kids say that? Oh, well, yeah. my friends could do that. I said, "Well, I'm, I'm your dad, not your friend's yeah. dad." Yeah. Welcome. See, yeah. I, I say, "Listen, <laughs> do you think your friends have got three Xboxes in the house?" <laughs> no. Like you, I just throw out, throw back at them the yeah. simple pleasures of. Understand. Oh, so if all your friends, do they share an iPad or have they each yeah. got an iPad like you little sport brats? Okay, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. Like I think now and then you just got to give it a relativity. Uh, um, but well, in the end, mate. Yeah, but it, you know, like yeah, you've got more experience in this area than me, so I'm going to put it on you then. What if it says if there's someone listening right now, one of our dear listeners who's got kids about your kids' age, like growing up, and if they haven't done this yet. How hard is it to establish that now? It's hard. I think after the age of seven, it's yeah. hard to start digital rules. Right. But you just got to do it. You just got to bite the bullet and go, right. Yeah. And what I reckon is it's like a family meeting. Yeah. And we don't actually have formal family meetings or anything. We're just often at the end of dinner on a on a, on a Saturday or Sunday night at the end of dinner, Amanda rips off the, the planner off the fridge, yep. whiteboard planner, and she yep. goes, right, let's go through the week. Right. I bring out my diary and we talk about the week. Right. That'd be the moment where I go, well, listen. Right. So you're a bit like Chuck and Kelly and Castaway. Yeah, 100%. With the diaries near Mate, each other. We're absolutely. Stay it's, tuned for that one. Uh, Castaway all, on the best movies you've never seen next week. Next week. Next week. Um, this week is Fatal Attraction. Fatal Attraction. Bring yeah. it on, Michael Douglas. Um, so I, I would say that when you're just in a relaxed moment, you go, listen, okay, just before, yeah, we, yeah. before we all bugger off after dinner, we need to talk about the rules. We need to talk about what we're doing with our devices. And as I said this to this lady the other night, I said, you've got to admit your own failings. Like, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to bring mine to the t- dinner table well, anymore. Well, that's, that's another good point. Just on that, I reckon that is a, that's probably the hardest thing for some parents where hmm. you're telling your child you can't do this, this, and this, but you're on your phone the whole time and yeah. doing that. Set an example out. Is that the message? Yeah, as much as you can. Now, yeah. it's, it sounds like a cop-out, but often our kids will call us on that and I'll be like, mate, listen, your mum's job is Instagram and stuff, yeah, so yeah. she's going to be on that reading comments course, and just yeah, stuff. Yeah. That's just what we do. Right. If you end up being a, a, a brickie or a builder or a plumber, yeah. then you're going to struggle to, to justify bringing your phone to the table, yeah. right? Yeah. Phone calls might come through for emergencies, but you're going to struggle to justify things Fair to enough. me, right? Fair enough. But, yeah, I think I think if you're going to cut down on them, you've got to, you've yep. got to, it's got to be a bit of give and take. Yep. But I think it's really about just setting the guidelines. Say, so listen, we're going to – this is what it's going to be for yep. next year once you all go back to school. It's going to be an hour a day. Yeah, and it might be an hour and a half on the weekend. Because that's a good point too. Because yeah, obviously kids go like you know your your son Harry's in what year is he going to be? He goes into year six next year. So year six. 
But you know, even kids as they get older, they're House going, captain. Yeah, year seven, year eight. House yeah, captain. Good luck to you. But like as, as they're getting older, you know, they're doing more schoolwork, more homework. So yeah. that, that you've got to really adjust that, eh? Yeah. So it's not like you're so in. So Victoria's going to yeah, high school. I'm like, Bob, yeah. you need to realise yeah. it's not going to be awful in year seven, but it's yeah. going to get hard. There's more so, homework. There's more schoolwork you to do. Yeah. You're going to need to start so actually less, reading less and studying. time on Procreate, more time studying the books. Yeah. Wow. But also th- then there's the funny thing that you've got to yeah. be willing to say, do you know what? I actually want you to take a step back from your books. Yeah. Uh, why don't you draw me something? You know, well, you actually kind of yeah. use it at times as a as a tool, yeah. which is why holidays they should get more, because yeah. you need to accept the digital world as uh-huh. part of the world. Of course, unavoidable, mate. But like your if kids... there's six hours of the day when they're normally at school, yep. and now they're at home, and you think you're going to fill that six hours of the day on the days where you don't have an activity, like yeah. you're not going bushwalking, you're not doing something. Yep. When you don't have an activity and you're having a chill day, you've yep. got to accept they're going to use their screens more. You, you have to be a bit chill about do that. Do your kids are your kids readers? They read or no? Yeah, not books? Harry only reads at night. Right. But, but he we'll, reads books, like yeah. physical books. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I said to my kids growing up, I said, Look, I will buy you any book you want. Yeah. If you want a book, I'll go in the car right now and buy it for you. I think I told you that story was I encouraged a, them. A few months ago we were we were going through Westfield and yeah. maybe wanted to look for a book and we're in there and she goes, Can I get this? I said, Victoria, let me just tell you something right now. Pick anything in this room. Yeah. Anything. Any pick book it. you want, I'll buy it. I'll buy it, it. yeah. That's yeah, good. Anything you want, just pick it. What was the book? I can't remember, but um, yeah. and then Harry went and got a couple of Arndo books because they oh, he nice, writes yeah, funny nice. little books. And I'm like, man, pick, get three. I don't care. That's good. I, I really, I really encourage my kids to read. That they, you know, they read a little bit. And I don't think there is. I'm still a big reader. I read every day a book, physical book, and I've got an audio book going. I love reading, but I even set myself screen limits. I, I, I deliberately do things to get away from the screen. Yeah. Like, you know, I'll build the Lego or do a jigsaw puzzle or do my Sudoku puzzle. So, so I'm not looking at a screen the whole time. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've got that. to step back. Like in this room, like I've got my, my vinyl, my, my turntable in here now. So I sit in here, not watching a movie, just listening to music, either pl- you know, building the Lego or just chilling out, just not looking at a screen the whole time. I just love the fact you're building Lego. Yeah, thanks it's to you. It's so mate. good. It's all your fault, you bloke. I look around this room and I go, all this Lego because I think Lego. I got one of what it was. <laughs> you bought me that Stormtrooper. Was that two Christmases ago? Yeah, three, no, three Christmases it's ago. Hilarious. Yeah. You, uh, you got <laughs> created a massive problem for yeah, you. Yeah, look at that. Look yeah. at it all. All the money I spent too. I've got a big project over Christmas too. I've got a Star Wars. I bought it. The, the, see, see, they, see the, the big sto- yeah. the, the destroyer? See that little ship on the side there? Yeah. I've got a big version of that ship, <laughs> the Tantive Four. It's the very first ship you see in Star Wars, the original Star Wars, Princess Leia's ship, and it was a discontinued set that I found and bought, and I'm going to build it while I'm on my Christmas break. Someone, you, you found a discontinued it set. It was discontinued that was still new? on still... eBay, brand new, sealed in the box, and I, I've got it. It was, it's that ship, the Tantive Four. So it's quite a big set. And that's going to go up there when it's finished. So it's like it's chasing it over there. So the big one over there, above above the uh, the, the equipment rack. Wow. Yeah. And I've got to put that somewhere too. My land speeder, which is in the little, I've got to arrange somewhere. You for really that. do have a problem of space in this. That, room. I really, you know what? It's funny. My wife Joe looked at that. She goes, "That looks really good." She was complimented how it looks really nice See in if the you case. Can get it outside. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I said, no. I said to her, I said, okay. Do you mind if I put it outside in the dining table? <laughs> she says, uh, no, thanks. But she said she she really likes the look of that one. That's great. She likes the look of it, but it's got but to stay, it's got to stay in, here. in here. That's right. Yeah, can't can't <laughs> leave this room. That's so funny. Yeah. Anyway, um, just look, say no is basically what for parents say no. You want to play football? Say no. no set rules. But that's thing, and remember, parents, no two parents are alike. I'm not preaching. Yeah, no, I'm of just not. I'm just uh, uh, conveying. Yeah. What we do, and no two kids are alike either. But but the hardest thing we've said this many times before. The hardest thing to say to your child is no. Yeah. Easiest word to say to them is yes. Yeah. That's hard for some parents. And and we brought this up on TGB. Um, Joe Hildebrand's filling in for Deb Knight. And this started, this topic started a whole call in people saying, yeah. why don't the parents wake up to themselves and say no to their child? Like, yeah. What the hell are they doing? It's the story of that lawsuit really triggered a lot of people to say, well, hang on, it's the parent for let, why let yeah. them play that much in the first place? It's like, a very on. strange thing. Yeah. Imagine going to court. Well, mate. I just. You read my story on Tech Guide. The judge, it was a woman, the judge says, this is not a frivolous case. This has got a it's got serious merit and it is going to trial. And Epic Games naturally said, we'll defend this. We've got the best parental controls in the industry. And so they're going to go after it as well. But no, but you just see how this one plays out. I wonder if these new parental controls were part of that. 
Well, it hasn't gone no. to trial yet. So when were these controls? I don't know. They're only, a few only days ago. Few well, I wrote, I wrote this story um, back at start, the start of the week. Uh, the fact, the lawsuit had uh, sort of the weekend in, in Canada, Monday our time. But yeah. it's uh, interesting to see how that one pans out, mate. All right. Read the details. Techguide.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Now, you know, we love our Dysons. There's oh, a lot yeah. of Dysons. We've got mm. our vacuum and air purifiers and you name it. you got the hair products as well. Of Mate, course. You use them. Amanda does. <laughs> does you, yeah, my wife uses Victoria the Victoria does now as well, yeah. Really? Yeah, mm. nice. But their latest product, the Dyson Zone, is a little bit out there, isn't it? It's, it's a, the April yeah. Fool's joke that wasn't. Well, yeah, this was funny. Hey? And, and I love how they timed Do you it. Remember like we were March, sitting here when yeah, it was announced. March 30, that was announced the day before April Fool's Day. And we thought, this is how funny is this? And I think during the show, we contacted yes. Dyson. We were both and going, they said, is this yeah, real? it's legit. Yeah. So fast forward to last week, and they've announced that the Dyson Zone is real, is going on sale in the US, UK, Hong Kong, China. Hmm. Not No dates yet for Australia, but it's coming. <clears throat> and it's basically, for the, there's pictures on Tech Guide and on EFTM. It's the pair of headphones, but with a, a mask. Like a, a thing that comes across your nose and mouth to for your purified air. So it's addressing air pollution and noise pollution. So Dyson's in their research said that there's a lot of cities around the world, not according to the World Health Organization, 99% of populated cities are, have um, levels above acceptable levels of air pollution in the cities. And noise. And noise pollution. Cities are growing, construction, transport, hubs, boom. More noise as well. And they thought, okay, let's take our 30 years of experience in airflow and motors and purification and put them in a pair of headphones. <laughs> so the ear cups of these are quite big and round. Enormous. Have you yeah, ever seen any of They're this huge. Big? They're huge. But the reason they're that big is because they are the filters and they also are the air intake. So the air goes into the ear cups, filtered through the ear cups and then piped down to your nose and mouth while at the same time, the drivers on board providing this amazing sound quality and really good noise cancellation as well and producing sound beyond human hearing. Have you heard of this yeah. before where yeah. below 6 hertz up to 21 kilohertz or whatever it is? So they're, they're guaranteeing that every possible note that you can hear is in range of, this, of the reproduction of yeah. this, these headphones. So they're not going to – I'll be keen to hear the audio quality, which I imagine I, would be I, pretty good. I listened to a, a, quite a long presentation on this and it was – I watched that too. Prim yeah, primarily that. about the yeah. audio, but then it talked about the purifying. But yeah. the audio stuff, you know, they've put a lot of effort in because you've got to remember Dyson obviously originally vacuums, uh, then he did a bit of the hand-drying stuff and, the, and the, the fans and the purifiers. But motors are in all that, right? Yes. Now, audio is a whole new category. It's a whole new space. So starting from scratch is, is a big deal. And then not only that, but then creating great headphones and then going, oh, but we also need to put a little motor in there so that we can yeah. actually circulate the air for the purification. The yeah. Like that's why they're so big. There's just so much in yeah. it. And it's look, to me, it's undoubtedly an engineering marvel. Yeah. I don't have any doubt. Yeah. But there's a couple of problems I have. Firstly, it's fugly. Like... Yeah, it's, it's the silliest bulky, looking yeah. thing with the with the mask I'm on. I'm wondering whether it'll fit my big head. I don't think it will. It's a great question about the yeah. size of the I mask. I don't think it'll fit with my big face, the, and big head. The uh, apparent US price is a thousand US dollars, which yeah. means it's going to be fifteen, sixteen hundred yeah. here. Yeah, for a set of just for headphones. Now they'll say it's headphones and a purifier. Okay, yeah. what percentage of time are you going to use a purifier? I would suggest not a lot. Yeah, I just the problem is Australia. And you can do all – I did some research with Dyson a couple of years ago where I wore a backpack for a week everywhere I went when I was mowing the lawns, when I was in the car, when I went everywhere, I had this backpack with me. And it had this monitor in it that would suck in the air and, and do a purification yeah. levels, check the, 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 the density of the pollution. And, you know, it was fascinating. When I went with Harry to an event and it was public transport and it was we mapped it all out. Look. There was moments when it was bad, but in reality, the assessment they did was, oh, when you were mowing the lawns and the level, I'm like, I don't give a rat's, I'm mowing the lawns. <laughs> like, it's not like walking around Beijing. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. We don't really or, have or that problem. LA or something. Which yeah. is why yeah. I don't, I mean, I know there's people that 
air purifiers are great because they have asthma and shut yeah. the doors and it's all like, great. Yeah. But the bulk of the population are not going to walk around wearing this thing purifying yeah. the air. Can you, I'm assuming you can wear it with or without the That's air right. Mask. So the so mask comes off yeah. and there's, you know, these little places where it clicks in. Yeah. Um, and obviously that then enhances the battery life because yeah. you're not you're not doing the purification. But the battery life is phenomenal. We're talking yeah, like apparently like fifty, 50 hours, hours yeah, or something, yeah. right? That's incredible. For, so because it's powering the purifier as well as the the headset, the yeah, noise cancelling, and they, wow. they they're wrapping themselves on noise cancelling too. They're saying yeah. it's going to be remarkable. Well, so you got to remember, like you mentioned the motor before. Like how many headphones have got a motor in there that you've got to try to avoid that distortion exactly. of that? Exactly, it's wild. So it's crazy. Um, the the whole engineering behind it. It's been like five years in the making. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. I, I look. I would try it. I'd I'm definitely going to try them. But yeah. for a thousand US dollars, yeah. these have got to be like focal level. You know the the focal yeah. headphones, the Bathys, yeah, or the Bowers yeah. and Walkers. These have got yeah. to be, yeah, yeah. Ultra like you, mega premium. You can spend like you. You have you reviewed the focal bathies? Yeah. They're, they're, they're the twelve thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah, and the, I've got the PX8s, which I'm reviewing now from Bowers and Wilkins, and they're twelve forty nine. So they're like reference quality headphones. Yeah. So you'd expect for that sort of money that they would produce a decent sound. No, they they have to. Yeah. Like Air, AirPods Max got bagged but, for their price, but Air Purifier, the, the other of those headphones that have that. <laughs> That's true. Air purifier, that and that's why, that. like yeah. for like, it's going to be an interesting match. But well, then that's the thing. You hey, compare you, those yeah. two you've mentioned, yeah. and then these are going to be four hundred dollars more. Okay, so the air purifier is four hundred dollars. Yeah, the headphones have got to stand up on their own for oh, starters. I agree, I agree, hundred percent. And mate, yeah. I'll be honest with you, AirPods Max, which are yeah. expensive, yeah. have not taken off. Like I see, no. a, I see the odd pair. Yeah, you know, I was on a plane the other they're, day. They're I saw good. One pair. I, I, do you still listen to yours? I don't have them. Yeah, no, I've got them, and I, and I, I like the sound of them. And I just love how that they're in the ecosystem. If you're on your iPad or on your phone or computer, yeah. they're just there. Uh, that's brilliant. Uh, but See, I, yeah, I don't want to. They're still eight ninety nine or something. Like that. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to freak Apple out. But yeah. I actually think that's a lawsuit pending. I, well, I genuinely think that AirPods Max. I think that Apple's um, ownership of the you know Quick Connect system on Apple yeah. is a disadvantage to all other brands. Yeah. You know, if you can get a set of JBLs or a little set of whatever Belkins yeah, or something, yep. and just open them up and pair them, yeah. it'd be awesome. And I think that no, not happening. That. Yeah. Well, and now, now I think it's anti-competitive. The, the, the audio brands have that with Android now. They've got the Fast Connect with yeah. Android because they're thinking, well, if we can't do it with iPhone, let's do it with the other phones. I know, but yeah. I just think it's it's a disadvantage. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, no, I, I think. What's that? Might, you know, yeah. what's what are those court cases where the where like Microsoft back in the day for Internet Explorer. Google gets it. It's anti yeah. something, you know. They call um, it. It's the uh, um, antitrust. Antitrust. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So look, oh, they got, they got a monopoly on it. They got a monopoly on the yeah. ability to use yeah, right. headphones easily. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I think I Apple would win the case because it's yeah. their own you know, and chipset. You're and you're assuming it's got Bluetooth, hasn't it? It's got Bluetooth. Yeah. Um, so they have the latest Bluetooth five point one or probably up to five point two by the time it comes out. Um, it's a wild product. I like, want to see the. I want. I want to feel the air purification. I want to see just how much better it would make your health or something. Like, imagine you try this for every time you go out, wear this for a week, compared to how you were a week and uh, before that. Is your are you healthier? Yeah, you know, man. Your, I'd struggle to do it for a week. Yeah, I'd Did struggle to walk to from my house to the office wearing these things just for sheer <laughs> embarrassment. Imagine walking around a shopping center with these on. Imagine. I think the, the, what a lot, I had a lot of feedback. Um, have you, you haven't seen Dark Knight Rises, have you? Um, the the villain in Dark Knight Rises is Bane. Tom Hardy plays him, and he's got a mask on that looks similar to what the the Dyson Zone has. Right. And they're, they're calling it the Bane the Bane mask. Yeah, I don't know, mate. yeah. I just don't see it myself. But you know what? It's I'm like Dyson. They don't, they they do nothing by halves. That's what I really like. Laugh as much as you want about this whole thing. <clears throat> I, I respect the fact that they've gone in hard with yeah. this. Five years have been developing it, and you know it's it's coming I, to market. I yeah. Dyson, in most of my respect, when they announced they were not doing the car, yeah, they came out and said we're going to build a yeah. autonomous electric car or whatever, and then they came out and said, you know what, we're not canned it. It's yeah. like we just we admitted that it's it's we had a great concept, but we out of our wheelhouse. It's, yeah, I, I respect that greatly. Yeah. But this is in their wheelhouse. Oh, the audio's yeah. not. The audio's not. But. Yeah, how hard is it to reverse engineer a pair of headphones in their own special way? You know, I don't know. With the right yeah. people, anything's possible, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. And right. they got money. Yeah.
Anyway, we don't know when they'll come to Australia. Have you seen the other iterations, by the way? Do you see that video? There's a video that shows you what it looked like over the years, the the, the design. (laughs) Some ugly, some fugly ones in there. And they ended up with this? They ended up with that one. Yeah, well, yeah. There's no nice way to do it. That's the problem. Yeah. I reckon the mask could be maybe thinner. I don't know. It seems quite thick. The, the thickness of that mask across your face. But the is problem like, is you've got to like two inches. You've got to make like sure that you're getting the into the whole face. The airflow, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. <laughs> Taking deep breaths. Well, but you know the other advantage though that we haven't talked about is that there's a microphone in it too. Yeah. So for for voice recording, apparently it's going to be good. We might use them for our podcast. I don't think so. <laughs> we'll have pure air microphone right there. We should test the quality of it at least. Oh, we will. And then we'll what should we put it on Dyson then to sort of supply a couple of a pair a couple of pairs of no, them? I'll stick with whatever we're currently using, which we can't <laughs> talk about. Yeah, sounds all right, but huh? I think so. Yeah. Two right. blokes talking tech. You can read about the Dyson Zone at techguide.com.au and eftm.com. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. We do it all thanks to the great people at Netgear, netgear.com.au if you're looking for home networking. They've got you covered for all your Wi-Fi devices. Um, I've got some 70 to 80 devices in my home right now and hopefully next year when Matter comes in, I'll be able to neutralise that a little bit and just get them all using Zigbee and stuff. But uh, the load on my smart home is is strong and that's the problem with Wi-Fi is that you overload it, you get traffic. Traffic on the freeway slows down the traffic, the speed. So an Orbi system or the Nighthawk system using Wi-Fi 6, 6E is the most optimal way to have the best network performance on your home network. And it underpins everything that goes on in your home, from your smart TV to your smart bulbs to your iPhone or your Android. The network is the most important part of your home after the internet that you have coming in the wall. So check out the best Wi-Fi networking solutions at netgear.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. So um, I went to Telstra's 5G Innovation Centre on the Gold Coast uh, earlier in the week. Oh, that's right. Um, <clears throat> How was that? It, it's, it's, you've been there. It's a pretty cool place. Yeah, that's um, in Broadbeach. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and, you know, Paul Milford, the, the dude that runs it, is just the most um, – an energetic person about 5G. I He's really love passionate. hanging around with those kind of people because they're super nerdy. They know yeah. everything about it, but yep. they love demonstrating things. And they did a couple of things. So they had this device there, which let's call it a Galaxy S23. Like, I don't know what it was. It was, you know, uh, an unknown device in a, in a big, out next month, in a big package with <clears> the latest <throat> Qualcomm chips in it, right? And they've got in the, in the center, they've got millimeter wave 5G. So yeah. let's be clear. What I'm talking about here is millimeter wave for a start, and secondly, it's commercial. It's on the on the real network, so it was yep. a real normal phone. <clears throat> I pressed speed test, and I was getting five five thousand megabits per second consistently live on air. I got five thousand seven hundred, and Telstra did one that was seven thousand three hundred seven point three gigabits per second on millimeter yeah. wave. Now, I can I can tell you right now they did that about three a.m. in the morning, so yeah, everyone's asleep. The network's yeah. resting, but even three even three a.m. in the morning. Yeah. Apart from 3 a.m. in the afternoon. Okay. <laughs> even um, <coughs> when we were there, so it was about 7 to 9 a.m. we were mucking around with oh, it. Oh, so you did this live on the Today Show. Yeah. yeah. There was plenty of you know people awake and going, going yep. to work yep. on the network. It was five gigabits per second. Now, wow. the, the the line that I love um, that Paul gave me was, you know, today's peaks are tomorrow's averages or the averages of the future. And he showed me a 10-year timeline of all the innovations in Telstra. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, you know, Thought it was great, but we pointed back to one in 2014. It was where they achieved a 413 megabit per second speed, and you think back to then, that would have been amazing. But yeah. that is essentially today's average on 5G, right? Wow. So it's quite reasonable to think that a thousand megabits plus is genuinely achievable soon on millimeter on wave. millimeter wave. Yeah. Um, how they uh, extract that out and what you can get on sub six is a different story, but it'll still be quite high. Yeah. But it just shows that it's a combination of things, chipset and network, that they're continually innovating on. Now, the one, the other, so that's cool. Congratulations, world record, all that. But the other one, which was a much harder sell, I'll be honest, but I wanted to try and explain it to people in the best way I can. They're integrating a new technology called Cloud RAN, R-A-N for Nelly. Yeah. Doesn't really matter what it is other than imagine you're, you're running the network. You've got 1,300, 1,500, 2,000 towers around the country. 
each tower has computers in it and racks that you know manage everything and, a, and an internet backhaul so that you know communicates with each other. Um, if you are say running the the Foster Tun Curry or the Byron Bay Tower and you know, certain Foster Tun Curry on the weekend, wonderful. Yeah, a certain you know certain times of the year people come. It's a bit busier holiday yeah, times, Christmas right? Christmas time, yeah, you're right. What do you do? So what they do now is they go out, they they install more equipment in the racks. Yeah. So that more people can can essentially jump on the I network. I noticed the reception was a bit, yeah, good, not great. So what they're going to do in the future yeah. is they're going to basically use the cloud. So they've got this new technology that allows them to essentially use the edge of the cloud to do the processing so that they can have more capacity on demand. Yeah. So if they see a tower under strain because of, you know, holidays or yeah. uh, grand final or whatever it might be, they can essentially – Upskill it, you know, like like Amazon Cloud. They yeah, can just wow. go. We're going to add on more servers, spin up more, yeah, spin wow. spin up more disks, basically, wow. right? In the old school old way. And I, I just think that it it's not really the thing that you're going to notice or relevant or anything, but it just shows that these networks don't sleep. You know, remember Optus called it the, their living network. This is actually a that's a better name for what Telstra is doing, and I'm sure it's what Optus is also doing, yeah. but we just don't hear about it mainly because Optus are pfft, idiots. And they don't <laughs> talk to us. Um, that's a whole other story, and um. And yeah, they're. Um, I just think this is good news for kind of the future of speed and the future of capacity and the future sure. of consistent service on the Telstra network. And so that the cloud RAN does that have to be millimeter wave or is that any no, any five no, G? All of five G, yeah. Yeah, wow. Well. So that's and gonna... so like because I was in Foster Tuncurry last weekend, yeah. and I was you know I was told that the the population doubles in over uh, Christmas yeah. school holiday period. And you're right, more more people hitting the cell towers and all of that. Yeah. So to cope with that, that's a possibility for them to go. Let's yeah. up, up the Just capacity. Up it a bit, and and wow. let's let's ensure those people are getting the speeds they're used to. Yeah. And it's fascinating because so for me, we've we've had five G commercially for three years now. Twenty nineteen it launched, yeah. uh, nearly four. And what what I think is fascinating is that it, it it doesn't slow down. Like the it wasn't just switched on and then it's done. Yeah, and I'm sure Optus and TPG are doing many, yeah. many more things. I think Optus's focus is um, endpoints to like home broadband. I think uh, Vodafone TPG's focus is is uh, wealth of coverage, not speed. They're just trying to get blanket, and I think Telstra's kind of got already got those things, so they're just kind of pushing the envelope a little bit, as they always have. I mean, remember yeah. Next G, you know, yeah. that was it was three G with it with an extra bit. I you remember know? that, mate. Four uh, G X. They, was they, that three two thousand and seven? Was it? Yeah, something right. Like yeah. yeah. I remember doing an interview with Sol Trujillo about that. Wow. When I was I've, working at the I've Telegram. got no doubt that yeah. 5G will get new names as well. Maybe they'll call it Next 5G or 5GX or Five, something, well, right? Isn't it hey, hang on, 4G LTE for long-term evolution? Mm. What will 5 will So you're saying 5G will get another name like that? Oh, I'm sure. So it doesn't really change, but I think Telstra and, and others will look at it and go, we've got a different style or a better network, so let's give it a give it a new name so people know that it's it's better than what it was in 2019. Because really what my what I hear is that six G's six to eight years away. Like it's yeah. not like it's going to come in the same ten year cycle. No. It's probably going to be much longer. Yeah, um, and that's a good thing. But yeah, I think I just thought it was fascinating, and I thought the speed test was cool. And um, and of note, and the the when they do the cloud ran, hmm. so and it's any five G phone will still work. That's right. With it. So this need you don't as need long to as you're like on the Telstra a, network, you, like you don't need to have like a, a phone that can it's compatible with millimeter wave. Nope. Uh, although that would help in those areas, in those the areas fastest yeah. bus, but the it's just your generic five G phone yeah. that will be that'll work it. better. They're just making five G better. That's smart. Oh, good on it. Like even at like um, they should do like you mentioned um, like sporting events. Like I mentioned the grand final, there's eighty thousand people there. That's exactly it. And you want to spin up more capacity. Yeah. I know millimeter wave already has greater capacity, not as much range as sub six, but greater capacity. Yeah. To the reality it. is that the, all the networks will roll out millimeter wave. In those higher dense areas, because yeah. that's a smarter way to CBDs, do it. CBDs, airports, places like stadiums, stadiums, maybe yeah, yeah right. because it's a smarter way to do it. Would you do you see that eventually maybe getting out to the suburbs? Like imagine having five. Imagine Telstra being able to sell you a home broadband connection. Which, let's face it, the telcos are trying to would prefer you to have you on yes. a five G plan. Yeah, we've talked about before. Yeah. So do, do you reckon? Can you see that being a possibility? Where mate, I, I would sign up tomorrow if I get five gigabits, five gigabits per second on a on at home. I'm at the point where I don't know that I need what I've got, so yeah. <laughs> we'll have to wait and see what happens with the internet over the coming years. But you know what? In terms of reliability, People would though, yes. price, like if they said to you, okay, we'll give you that for 100 bucks a month, Sold. unlimited data. Sold. Boom. Yeah. Like, 
you'd have to and obviously the upload is another another fact. How yeah, the upload it was four hundred and something upload speed. Really, yeah. wow. Yeah, that's what gets you. I think like the NBN only provides like we've got Aussie broadband gigabit per second like you have. Yeah, and upload still only fifty. Yeah. And you can buy plans, more business plans, where you get a thousand, like a gigabit per second that? upload. Yeah. Who needs that unless you're doing massive files all the time? If you, unless you're a, like a special effects company uploading stuff to Hollywood or something. Yeah, that's right. But the telco, the, the networks being able to give you that kind of upload speed, that's attractive in itself. I think it's as attractive well. to certain users, yeah, wow. for sure. Oh, well. And not to everyone. I'm pretty sure they're going to try to market and monetize this somehow, mate, for, for oh, customers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they will. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, just a little bit of uh, coolness from uh, Telstra this week up there and uh, well done to the team. We'll look forward to hearing from TPG about what they're they're doing and if Optus are you doing anything, I don't care. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. You know I'm a drone fan, mate. I mean uh, that, by the way. I really don't care. Okay. (laughs) DJI have just released a new drone, the Mini 3. Now, we've spoken about the Mini 3 Pro, which has uh, extra features in the camera, extra sensors and everything on board that's it's a bit more expensive the mini 3 is a more a, a cheaper version of that drone basically the same design but more importantly still in that sub 250 Which is gram critical right category so under 250 grams means you can fly within 5 kilometers of a controlled airspace you still can't go above 120 meters though yeah and it also means you don't need to register the drone which is is great for traveling with the drone as well. Like many places around the world have similar rules where under 250 grams means you don't have to register it. I yeah. took the Mini 3 Pro to Hawaii with me. Oh, nice. Yeah, So because because it was under that. And, and what I did, I actually filled out a a drone uh, permit. So if I if someone pulled me up, I said, look, I've, I've done everything I need to do to prove that I can fly you the drone. You filled it out. Uh, you'd have to submit online. it anywhere. No, no. I filled it out online. Then I got sent like a little mini certificate to say that Yes, I've done the little mini course to prove that I know how to fly the drone and that I know the rules. Nice. I just had that in my pocket in case someone pulled me up and said, oh, you nice. on Waikiki Beach. But the, the being able to travel with a product like this, it just makes it – because it's so small. You see how small this is. You, you fold yeah, up the – it's the, crazy. It fits in the palm of your hand. It's so small. And so the rule is well, when I took it to Hawaii – I checked the drone into my checked luggage, the drone. Yep. Batteries, the batteries were all in my carry-on. Yep. So I had three batteries in my carry-on. So yep. I was able to use it uh, in, in Hawaii. And being so small, this is, I think, is, is ideal to take away on holidays. Imagine all those beautiful places. Like I just I had some great footage in Hawaii you know, when we did our drive around Oahu. The places you could take this, and this is designed to for – New drone, like if you're new to a drone, yeah. really easy to fly, like auto takeoff, return to home, all those features, all those safety features as well. Really easy to get up and running mm. and get up off the ground. So it is cheaper than the Mini 3 Pro. It's still, you've got still 4K HDR as well, 48, up to 48 megapixel still images. And it's also brought across true vertical shooting. So the camera um, yeah. literally TikTok. flips 90 degrees. Yeah. You can shoot in that format, the, the portrait format yeah, yeah. for Instagram, TikTok, whatever you want, and then be able to share it straight away. And then you can flip back to your normal aspect ratio as well. So they're, they're, they're up to date with the demands for social media, different social media platforms. Shoots 4K up to 30 frames a second. I think the Pro shoots it up to 60 frames a second. Yeah. So that's one difference. But has all, still has all those... Um, you know, those preset, you know, the quick shots where you can do hmm. the helix and the orbits and all that sort of stuff where you just – it has these beautiful cinematic shots that are yep. easy to do. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, at, at especially this time of year, Christmas time, if you're looking to gift a drone or buy yourself one, maybe your first drone, this is absolutely worth considering and starts if you just want the drone only, six ninety nine. So that's just for the drone. But if you then obviously some people may not have a controller, so there is eight twenty nine with the uh, RCN one controller. Then it's a thousand and nineteen if you want the DJ DJI RC controller, which is the got the got the screen on it. Yeah, that's a thousand and nineteen bucks. I love that. That's yeah. such 
That's my favourite yeah. DJI so, so you don't innovation. Need to put a is just on yeah. It. Yeah, yeah, put the no screen put into the it. controller. I'm, yeah. you know, back in the day when you had an iPad hooked up, where yeah. you used to put your phone in. That's Honestly, exactly right. nah, this is so good. So now as well, there's the Fly More combo as well, which gives you the extra always. battery, shoulder always, bag. Always get the yeah. Fly More. The charging hub, the two extra intelligent flight batteries. Flight time, by the way, up to 38 minutes. That's awesome. Which is good. But if you get the Flight Intelligent Batteries Plus, it's up to 51 minutes of flight wow. time. Because this is so light and efficient, that's how you get that really long, yeah. long run time on it. But... Um, yeah, we're worth a look, especially if you are buying your first drone or maybe buying someone's first drone. Yeah, maybe your teenager. But or if whatever. my advice is honestly, if you if you don't know what you're going to use it for, fine, just get the basics. But yeah. if you know where you're going, what you're going to do, you've got any experience, fly more. Yeah, it's worth getting. You're the combo, always going to yeah. want an extra battery. You get more battery. You shoot something and you go, I just, "Let's go one more time." Yeah, no, no, no. no you can't. There's, I had the fly more when I went with the the, the DJI Mini Three Pro, and I had three batteries. And yeah. each of the batteries was like 40 minutes of runtime. Yeah. So um, that's an hour and a half I could be there yeah. flying around. So, yeah, well worth it. The DJI Mini 3, available now. Check it out, techguide.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech, uh, proudly supported by our good friends at Arlo. And it's Christmas time, mate, Christmas gifting. Uh, and... You should, uh, if you're considering it, definitely check in to Arlo. Some of their cameras are up to 20% off. If you go to their website, arlo.com forward slash en dash au, links on our websites. We've spoken about them many times. There's also cashbacks, up to $150 cashback via redemption. So they're for selected packs like the Arlo Pro 4 and the Ultra 2 camera kits as well. You do get the Arlo Smart free for three months as well. Or is it 30 days? Three months free you get. And then that, that'll give you the intelligent notification, smart notifications, package, people, yeah. vehicle, animals. And, you know, um, the, the the thing is we, uh, we're we all looking at going on holidays. You're likely to leave your house, whether it's for a weekend yeah. or for weeks on end. This is the peace of mind you want. You want just, whether it's just one camera at the door yeah. or whether you've got a camera on each side of the house and one inside with the Arlo Essential, it doesn't matter. It is massive peace of mind. The holidays are the best time to start looking at this kind of stuff. Absolutely right. And just remember, the cashback bonanza, the 20% off discounts, all the sales end on December 24. So get in quick. You don't want to miss out. Um, so if you are thinking of getting into the security space, Arlo is a great place to start. Their cameras are really easy to connect to your wireless network. And you can build on that. You can get other cameras and create even better security at your home to give you that peace of mind if you're heading out on a Christmas holiday this year. So check them out, arlo.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Oh, we're just going to spitball here, mate. Is that what you want to do? You just want to... Freeform. It's freestyle is what it's called, mate. We're just going to no, freestyle this no, last no. segment, are we? I'm not talking about freeform oh. is a new app, mate. Oh. It's a new app. Oh, it's this app that keeps so appearing on all my phones. Freeform, yes. It's a new app that Apple has uh, included with the latest iOS 16. I'm going to tell you, you want to know everything I know about it? Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> I opened it and went, what the hell is this? Yeah, it's a board. A board. And it? then I closed it again. Board. Is that what you were? You were bored with it? I was bored very quickly. Well, the Freeform app is a what they call a brainstorming app, a collaboration app. So... To give you an idea, it's it's like a imagine a digital whiteboard, okay? Imagine like normally a whiteboard, everyone's sitting in the same room, you're drawing on a whiteboard, someone else gets up and writes something on the whiteboard, you get up and add your bit, you're all making notes and brainstorming something. Yep. So imagine being able to do that virtually. So all of you can contribute. It's stored up in iCloud. So you're able to have this board that really doesn't have any borders or any size restrictions or page restrictions. It's this thing you can add. And one thing you can't do with a physical whiteboard is add files and audio files, video files, all these links as well. So you can work on something altogether. Now within Freeform, you can actually initiate FaceTime calls. So you can get everyone in on a FaceTime call and be all collaborating on the board at the same time. Did you know that? Yeah. Here's my thing. These, this is not new. There's lots of these around. Miro, I've used them yeah. in, you know, training sessions and sessions where you're brainstorming stuff. There's just, there's a lot of them around. I'm trying to understand why Apple built this. I think because they want to, well, again, tap you into their ecosystem. Yeah, I guess. So if you're all on iPhones or iPads or Macs, 
you're in your FaceTime, you can all be talking to each other. So that's sort of one common denominator there. Yeah. Um, and I think just the the fact that it can be stored in iCloud uh, and then syncs across all your devices. So if you pick it up on another device, it's all right there. Uh, plus as, as well, you think about like imagine using this on an iPad where you've got the option of using Apple Pencil and doing all those things. Yeah. On, on the iPhone, can't use Apple Pencil, but you can still write yeah, with no. your finger on the screen. So. That that's a new sort of feature for that as well. Why we're using it for our our excessive show preparation? <laughs> well, we could, rather than sharing a Google Doc, we could do this, and we could I could be writing stuff down with Apple Pencil on my iPad, and you see it coming up in real time on your your board as well. And it it like, I think when it comes to like I think the example they gave here was so say that you're a team working on a like a house project and you've got the house plans how, and how do we co- you I collaborate with it. you on my board yeah Stephen do I have to accept a request or something I don't know I'm just going to share and I don't know what's going to yeah. happen yeah it went, uh, and unable to start collaboration no it's good oh. out. Have I said have I said that I do not disturb or something like I don't that? know go to settings hang on just you just talking my riveting broad podcasting here but no, I think the idea of this is to let everyone collaborate, work together, even if, if you use it by yourself even. It's a really good brainstorming thing where you can put up you know, different sticky notes. And, yep. and, and if you want to maybe put everything in one place about, say you're researching a holiday and you, 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 know, you want to go to southern Italy and all the links of the stuff that you want to check out, you've put the link there. You can even use Quick Look as well. So double tap, it actually plays the whatever file or website, whatever, within the freeform app. So you, don't, you never have to leave the app. So it allows you to work on projects, brainstorm ideas, collaborate with other people virtually. So look, I, I think it is, uh, I think, another way of Apple being able to th- allow you to tap into that existing ecosystem that just makes connecting with other people really easy and and getting the getting the work done, getting the organising or, or collaborating, creating being able to uh, to do that now using Freeform. I'm just going to say this. We're not ending this podcast until we're able to collaborate. <laughs> Keeps telling me to enable iCloud for Freeform. No, there's the button that just appeared. Merge oh. existing Freeform. Done. Okay, good. Share. Click the share button. Okay. And do I, am I supposed to get a notification? Document is, hang on, man. I'm not even there yet. I'm just creating a new Jeez. document. Jeez. I mean, the document has not synced yet. I mean, it's just wow! Live review, real... live review on. Uh, did you know that it was there when you did the update? Did you run the update and then see it? Yeah, or it just you... appeared because I'm very, very sticky about my um, my home screen and how it works and how it looks. Did it put it on your home screen? Did it put it on my second home. Well, screen? Well, it put it, it puts it where it, the first it, available. It, it put know. mine here. Look, my that's my home screen. Yeah, second screen in. I put it there. It put puts it in the first available, basically. Yeah. Document is not synced. Oh. What did it kick out? I'm trying to see what it kicked out. Oh, yeah. I know. It's just a little smart app. The Connect smart app got, got kicked out. Spewer. All right. I can't share one because, I don't know, iCloud's only just we should We should try it, though. We should try to create a board right. where we can organise ourselves. Our, well, because we do, I mean, the preparation. Hours of preparation goes into this show. Hours excessive. and hours, yeah. But the problem with Freeform is yeah. you'll have your iPad out yeah. and your pencil. I won't be able to read your writing. <laughs> I'll make it. I'll write neatly so that you can just see. type. Whenever there's words involved, type. I could do that too as well. Yeah, yeah. but I know I'll write neatly. Like, can't you read my the rundown here? Just okay. Are there details about this great app at techguide.com.au. There is. Yeah. Oh, there you go, people. Techguide.com.au. This is two blokes talking tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Um, we're back next week, Stephen. Is this our, is that our last show for the year? Next next week. I mean, I think it is. I struggled with this one, content-wise. <laughs> really? You clocked off already, have you, mate? No, nah, I didn't you clock off. off. I just, the there wasn't, on, there's mate. not a lot going on. Come on. There's not a lot going on. Okay. That's all. All right. So we'll be back for the 22nd of uh, December, and then we'll take a week off before we go to uh, Las Vegas. Yeah, so we'll take the week between Christmas, no, the week between between Christmas, Christmas and, and New Year, and, and, and then and the CS. show after that will be, so we've got one more show next week. And uh, another private, and, the next and then we'll show do. That um, will be, will there be for the shows from Vegas? So we'll probably we're going to be doing probably two or three shows while we're in Vegas. So yep. we probably won't do a private. There'll be just the shows from CES. So yep. after unveiled, so all the quirky new products, yep. 
And then after day two, day one or and two, then yeah. maybe day four at the end of it, yeah. we'll see how we go. But, yeah, we're going to keep you up to up to date on all the new things we see at CES. And uh, if you're listening, uh, obviously listening to Two Blokes Feed, if you do your movies through here, then a Fatal Attraction this week, Castaway next week, and then some crazy ones I've never heard of. Yes. But you keep listening. Oh, so we're not going to tease them. Well, no. Movie, and movies will continue through. There's going to be one week off be, again. We're going to take a week off. The 30th, so we'll, 30th is a break. and then. But there will still, be movies dropped while we're at There will be movies CES. dropping yeah, while we're away. So we're doing we're working very hard in the background here. <sighs> Especially me with the movie podcast. I'll give yourself a wrap. But how'd you go with You're the making great, freaking Lego. How did, how did we go with Great Escape, mate? Do people listen to that? I didn't that, get much feedback. Like I got a few. few yeah. There was a few, bit of feedback. I liked There was one guy commented saying, mate, two things I don't like about you. I don't think here we go. You've never watched MASH. Chick, never seen Great Escape. At least I've done something about that. Yeah. So we'll have to. I'll have to watch Match to keep this bloke happy. Watch it on the plane. Yeah, I might do that. Yeah. You won't. I might do that. No, you won't. Yeah, no, you won't. I can tell you won't. I will. Uh, where is it on stand? What is it on? Uh, it's on Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Okay. No, I can, you can download to watch on no, Disney I don't know. Plus or not. To see. Oh, I don't know about you that no, particular you show. Yeah. You definitely can oh, yeah. across the platform. I'll, I'll work something out. Not mate. all things have those rights. I'll right. work something out. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. All right. See you next week, mate. Righto, buddy. Bye-bye. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech.